0: Welcome to the Script Bids podcast for Wednesday, twenty-four September 2022. Our bit today comes from Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, which says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children or sons of God. Brother, oh brother, what a morning! More costly interruptions than yesterday. But at least these were legitimate. We ordered some stuff and it came earlier than we expected. So I had to spend time checking it out to make sure it was what we had ordered. Because, you know, in this flim-flam world of newcomers and employee disregard for good service, more often than not, you don't get exactly what you ordered. Thankfully, though, it seems to be what we had ordered, and the duchess is happy. No, that's the most important thing, the duchess's contentment with her purchase. And though the saying that a happy wife makes a happy life isn't always true, you better believe that an unhappy wife does make for an unhappy life. <laughs> but enough of my sub-story now, though. Let's see what the Lord will have us write about today. And as I opened the good book, it fell at the Beatitudes in Matthew, those attributes that Jesus spoke of that characterize the saved person. And after looking through them, it struck me that the one we most need in our world right now is, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children or sons of God. And do we ever desperately need peacemakers in this current warmongering, strife-filled, angry, and hating-consumed world? It's so much easier to name the few places in our world that are not currently strife-filled than to name those where strife is rampant. And it's so very sad to see the numerous places where brother is at odds with brother, even to the level of... Internecine war, that serious internal destruction and displacement. There are now more refugees in our world than ever before because every day more unfortunate people are being displaced by strife filled actions and activities. And there are so many Bible verses that preach the importance of peace in Christ's people and kingdom. That is ever so sad to see so many of his supposed believers and followers blatantly ignore them in favor of anger, hatred, and strife. So let's take a look at a few of those scriptures now and see if they can bring us back to the overwhelming importance of peace in Christ's affairs. And this first one From Psalm 34, says it all, my brethren. Brother David writes in the fullness of God, What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue then from evil and thy lips from speaking guile or deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And that comes from Psalm 34. 12 to 14. Oh, my people, peace doesn't just come to us now. We have to do the things that cause or bring peace, like stopping the flow of evil in our lives and then consciously seeking peace and pursuing it. We have to run down peace if we truly want it. That's possibly because our human nature isn't naturally one that tends to peace but more towards evil and strife. And Brother Paul wrote it thus to the church at Rome, Let not then your good be evil spoken of, for the kingdom of God is not meat that's food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify or build up another. And that comes from Romans fourteen sixteen to 19. Yes, friends, God's people are enjoined to do the things that make for peace, not for strife. How much clearer can it get here? Eh? Meanwhile, Peter, in his advice, Read the behavior of wives and husbands. Writes in heartfelt passion. Finally, be all of one mind. Having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful or tender-hearted. Be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. That's reviling for reviling. But contrarywise, blessing. knowing that ye should inherit a blessing. And that's taken from 1 Peter 3, 8-9. And then Peter goes on to quote Brother David in Psalm 34, as we have done above. It's also obvious, my fellow believers, that peace, kindness, and brotherly, brotherly love is of the utmost importance in Christ's world. Just listen to what the fruits of Christ's spirit breeds now. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Whoa! You can find that in Galatians 5.22. And there's absolutely no strife, anger, or hatred involved in it. So why are we being so envious, angry, resentful, hateful, and deceitful to our brothers in Christ? eh? And even to our own brothers and sisters by blood. Because the devil has invaded our spirits, we have allowed him to gain strongholds in our minds and lives, believing his atrocious lies and deceits. And the author of Hebrews tells us quite clearly that's not how we ought to behave. Listen up to some of his warnings on disobedience, and you know, it's disobedience. That's basically what allows the devil to get his evil grip on us. And Hebrew says, Wherefore lift up or strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way or dislocated, but let it rather be healed. Follow or pursue peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail or fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. And that comes from Hebrews 12, 12 to 15. I'm a people, I know life here on earth, It's not a bed of roses. It's not always an easy experience. And like the scholars say, some of us have grown so weary that we have become stooped and need spiritual strength to be straightened up again. We must be given help. Yet we ourselves also must straighten our paths by avoiding obstacles that would spiritually trip us up. And is that ever so true? The easiest way to stay sinless is to avoid those things and areas we know that have sinful power over us. We all have weaknesses, and to improve or conquer them, it's very necessary to take them to Almighty God for help, because that's the only way we'll ever overcome them, or at least keep them in check. Now, listen to some more of Paul's words to the church at Rome where he says, Recompense or repay to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest or have regard to good things in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lie in or depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And that comes from Romans 12, 17-18. And verse 21. And you know what? We couldn't end without these majestic verses of Scripture on peace directly from Christ's lips, where he says, first of all, (coughs) excuse me a minute. Yes, Christ says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And we know that comes from John 14, 27. Then there's this even better one. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. <laughs> Glory be to people. And we all know that comes from John 16, 33. What wonderful words of inspiration and and encouragement. And if you choose not to accept them, then that's your problem. You will suffer the anxiety, fear, and worry that comes from not accepting Jesus' encouragement. However, for those of us who accept and believe it, let's go home declaring, oh yeah. We spell declaring right again today. So let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale. Letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, my brethren. And you know what? Just a little more encouragement, my fellow saints. Listen to this. If we endure to the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. So, see you at the end then. Much love. And the postscript for today says, The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep or guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Only when you have Jesus in your heart will you have be able to have peace, whether in good times or bad times. So please, let's get out there as we ask every day, live for Jesus so that other people could see our good example and come to know and love him like we do. And this we pray in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank <laughs> you.